Hello, this is Dr. Clara Steffen, and I want to thank you for joining another episode of Heal Your Brain Toolbox. I'm a psychologist, a certified brain health coach, certified drug and alcohol counselor. I'm also an international singer-songwriter, and in 2019, I started a project entitled Round the Globe. If you'd like to know more about that project, please feel free to visit our site, roundtheglobemusic.com. To date, I have co-written over 500 songs with approximately 70 different artists from 30 different countries. The intention of our music is to bring hope, encouragement, and global healing to the world through music. Today, I would like to talk with you about music therapy and finding harmony for mental health and wellness through the use of music therapy. Now, music therapy is a form of therapy that's a tool that can be incorporated into traditional therapies or it can be used separately, and it's a way to focus on improving emotional, mental, and physical well-being. It's a unique approach to healing that's proven to be very effective in a wide range of treating various conditions uh, of mental health. It's sometimes used to treat PTSD, depression, anxiety, and an array of other mental health conditions. It is a non-invasive form of treatment, and it doesn't necessarily um, require any medications, although sometimes people might be on medications That is not a requirement in music therapy. So it's been used in multiple settings, and uh, it's a way for people to sometimes access emotional memories that they might have difficulty otherwise communicating or being able to communicate feelings that they might not have the words to express. And it helps people regulate their emotions. So we know that listening to music can help soothe anxiety and promote relaxation, and that it can help individuals express emotions in a safe and a non-threatening way. And music therapy can also help individuals connect with others, and it is particularly useful in assisting individuals who struggle with mental health conditions. The way in which our brain responds to music is very unique. The brain is a complex organ, and it plays a significant role in our love of music. So several studies have shown that the human brain is wired to respond to music in a very powerful way and to evoke emotions, memories, and even physical sensations. And that's because music activates several regions of the brain including the auditory cortex and the limbic system, which is where emotions are housed, and the reward centers of the brain. So it's pleasing to us to hear music. And sometimes people will report that they listen to music to enhance a mood or to correct a mood. They may seek out a very specific type of music to communicate a mood. For example, listening to metal music when one is angry. Um, or listening to romantic music when someone wants to communicate feelings of love. Um, So when we listen to music, the brain releases dopamine, which is a chemical that's associated with pleasure and reward. And this is why music can be so pleasurable and why it can help us alleviate stress or anxiety. 
In addition to the dopamine, music also triggers the release of oxytocin, which is a hormone that's associated with bonding and social connection. And again, that's why music can be so effective in helping people with mental health conditions that are struggling with feelings of isolation. Um, So music therapy has become a well-known practice um, that is getting a lot more recognition over the last few years. And it can be done in group settings, uh, can be done with playing instruments, singing, or just simply listening to music. And it can be combined with other therapies such as talk therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy, and it can be part of a comprehensive treatment plan. So music therapy and other types of therapy that function on healing the brain can be intricately connected, and it can be a really effective tool um, for any individual who struggles with anxiety, depression, PTSD, or other mental health conditions. And because it's an effective way to express emotions, connect with others, and reduce symptoms. Uh, So music therapy is a clinical intervention, and it can be used to address uh, different forms of emotional uh, dysregulation or issues uh, with harmony imbalances, and it can also address the social needs because it connects us to others. So as I said earlier, it's non-invasive, it doesn't require any medications, and it's very effective in a wide variety of of settings and uh, with various health conditions, not just mental health conditions, of course, also physical health conditions. And there can be uh, various forms of mental health issues that go along with struggling with physical conditions. So at its core, music therapy works by tapping into the power of music to engage the brain and the body in a unique way And it can stimulate different parts of the brain that are involved in emotional processing, memory, motor control, because you'll notice that a lot of times when you hear music, it makes you want to move. It makes you want to get up and dance. So one of the key ways that music therapy um, is used is to work through uh, various rhythms and tempos, and it can be slow and they have a steady beat that can help reduce anxiety and promote relaxation, or it can have a faster tempo and increase energy and motivation. So we can select the type of music to induce a specific mood, or we can create a sense of a safety and security and comfort through music, and that it can create an environment through which people can work through issues of grief and trauma and loss. Uh, And it can be used to um, sometimes help us be spontaneous, and we can have improv and compositions that are more loose and fluid. People can create their own music in working with the music therapist. So finding music therapy works by tapping into the social and communal aspects of music, and it has the power to bring people together in a group. I know that many years ago, I worked providing music therapy in various settings. I was assigned to go into VA hospitals and clinics, and I also went to um, geriatric facilities, retirement facilities, convalescent care facilities. And it always was amazing to watch that when I played my guitar and sang, that a lot of times people that were almost nonverbal 
would start singing along, and people with memory impairment seemed to remember all the words because this was in their long-term memory, and they would become very animated. Maybe when I entered the room, they might have been drowsy or sleeping in their chair. And once I started to play the music, they came to life. So I got to witness the impact and the power of music on tapping into these emotional memories. And then when we started to share stories around those memories, it was always interesting to note that if you played a sad song, it didn't necessarily evoke memories that were sad. Sometimes it would bring about happy emotions because it would bring people back to the time in their life when they felt very socially alive and happy. So the, the memories that they have associated with the song was more important as to whether or not it evoked sad or happy memories, more powerful than whether or not the song was sad or happy in and of itself. So we can bring about different emotions through music. Uh, we can tap into different brain functions we can use different rhythms and tempos and improvisations to connect socially, and it can help people communicate feelings without words, and it can also communicate feelings in a way that helps them express or find the words that they might have found evasive in the past or not been able to you know, really touch. Um, so it brings about a sense of social well-being. Um, and actively involving the use of instruments and having people sing along and move is even more powerful uh, because it taps into other aspects of the brain as well. So then we can have an entire brain experience through self-expression, and it, it can increase self-worth and self-esteem in that way um, because people start to just feel good. So we can use receptive types of music therapy where it just involves listening and responding to it and perhaps talking about what we're hearing. Or you could have songwriting happening where it involves um, someone in incorporating their experiences into a composition and then working together to compose a song. Um, and it can involve guided imagery because music is so visual and it tells a story, um, it can help them, the person, to be able to tap into that part of their brain in which they can see something happening in the story and insert themselves into the story and be able to communicate their memory or their feeling about it. So there's all different ways to actively utilize music in therapy and many different techniques that can be applied um, to bring people towards healing and through the recovery process. Um, so, you know, when you think about there's the benefits of music therapy, it's, it can be emerged into a complementary therapy, um, and it can also be used, you know, alongside in a conjunctive way to alleviate symptoms, but it can be used individually, and uh, it takes certain training for a person to become a music therapist. But one of the benefits of the music therapy is, like I said earlier, to reduce stress and anxiety. It has a calming effect on the body and helping the person may feel more relaxed and comfortable um, and to communicate their social and emotional memories. Um, so... 
If you are interested in music and therapy, um, you know, you might explore the impact of lyrics and the stories within a song. Lyrics can be a powerful tool in music therapy that when you examine the lyrics of a song and you explore the emotions and the memories that it evokes, it brings about different experiences for each individual and can help the individual gain insight into their feelings and those experiences. And people can share their experiences. Um, And so it can... um, be used to guide the individual through a discussion about a particular song, and they can reflect on their own experiences and emotions related to the lyrics within the song. It might bring about a deeper understanding of their own emotions and experiences, and even when these are very painful feelings, um, it can be helpful to lighten it through the use of music. So, Uh, Using music therapy in this way to analyze lyrics can be a very powerful tool. So another thing that people sometimes do is involve percussion instruments like drums. And that's been used for centuries as a tool uh, to help people communicate their emotions and to come together in a communal way. And in drumming in particular, People are encouraged to improvise, you know, and to play freely without worrying about making any mistakes. And that could be really important because then people become more spontaneous. And sometimes when people are highly stressed or anxious, um, they're, they're not tending to allow themselves to be spontaneous. And it can feel so freeing to be able to do that. So um, it can be very useful in helping people reconnect Uh, to enjoy themselves and have fun just enjoying the music in and of itself. So music therapy is a powerful tool that perhaps should not be overlooked in recovery or just in a sense of bringing harmony to one's life. It can be used in all kinds of therapies, whether they're physical or emotional, mental health therapies. And it it can be a powerful tool in managing symptoms or reducing symptoms. It can induce relaxation, uh, especially when it's used in combination with guided imagery. So the field of music therapy has come a long way. I know at the time I was using it, probably now, you know, 30, 40 years ago, it was not yet an established field. So I was simply incorporating it into therapeutic treatments and then guiding the individuals in the group to share their stories and their feelings and emotions that were evoked as a result of hearing the songs. And it was so powerful, as I said, to see people come to life in ways um, when they were very uh, shut down before I started to play. It was just amazing to watch that. So I think we're going to find, you know, as we go on using music as a tool, even more uses for it. I know they are exploring sound therapy and the impact of that uh, in treatment. There is now the American Music Therapy Association, which has a website. It's the AMTA, and it's a professional organization for music therapists in the United States. And they have a directory of music therapists that is searchable on their site. 
And even if you're not looking to use music in a therapeutic way um, with a professional, don't overlook the power of music and healing for yourself. And maybe think about the connections it brings in terms of relationships in your life to self and others and the memories it evokes and search out those good feelings that come when using music as a way to heal. Thanks again for listening to the Heal Your Brain Toolbox and joining me today. I'm Dr. Claire Steffen, and I appreciate you listening.